please join me in the prayer for illumination. Let us pray. Our scripture today comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 19, verses 28 through 40. Hear these words. After he said this, he went ahead, going up to Jerusalem. When he had come near Bethphage and Bethany, at the place called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of the disciples, saying, Go into the village ahead of you. As you enter it, you will find tied there a colt that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you untying it? Just say this, the Lord needs it. So those who were sent departed and found it as he told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, why are you untying the colt? They said, the Lord needs it. Then they brought it to Jesus. And after throwing their cloaks on the coat, they set Jesus on it. He rode along, people kept spreading their cloaks on the road. As he was now approaching the path down from the mountain of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to praise God joyfully with a loud voice for all the deeds of power that they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest of heaven. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, order your disciples to stop. He answered, I will tell these were silent. The stones would shout out. The word of God for the people of God. I'm sure there were children gathered at the gates saying things like, my alligator, my alligator, (laughs) my blanket, my blanket, my brother took it from me. All those things are part of Palm Sunday. I remember seeing uh, Lord of the Rings in theater, uh, specifically the third one, although I saw the first one four times. Yes, that's 12 hours of my life I dedicated to a single movie. Uh, The third one was rather uh, lengthy. At the time I was uh, dating my now wife, I think we were dating when it came out. We've been together for a long time. You just, you know, you forget these things after a while. Um, uh, We were in the theater and she kept falling asleep at the end because it's so long. And it's got these moments at the very end, if you've never seen it, where like it fades to black, and then it like fades back up, and they have another scene, and then it fades to black again, you're like, oh, this is the ending. And then it fades back up, and they keep talking. And then it fades to black again, you go, this must be the ending. And then like later, another scene happens, and you're like, well, when is this thing going to end? You can't seem to find the end of the movie. Uh, And that's what happened to us. Um, I think Palm Sunday is perhaps one of those scenes. It's very interesting. Um, Our reading this morning comes from the Gospel of Luke, and a number of things strike me about this text. First, it is the the culmination of the story so far. Luke 1, 3 reads this. It says, I too decided after investigating everything carefully from the very first to write an orderly account for you so that you may know the truth. This is the author of the Gospel of Luke ordering things up for us. Chapters 2 through 9 detail the whole life of Jesus. Miracles, exorcisms, healings, feeding multitudes uh, with very little food, teachings and exhortations, and a few run-ins with the law. It's a great story. 
Luke 9, 51 reads, when the days drew near for him to be taken up, he set his face to Jerusalem. And the subsequent chapters all lead up to this moment. Jesus walking, teaching, and moving to Jerusalem for this very moment. Now, here, he enters the city. Here he is. This is it. This is the moment. Zechariah 9.9 reads this. It's the culmination of his prophecy in the Old Testament. It says, Lo, hold your king comes to you, triumphant and victorious is he, humble and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. You can hear the people gathered as they proclaim Psalm 118, which, read, which reads, Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Later, the uh, disciples are getting a little rambunctious, and the Pharisees say, Shh, quiet down, quiet down. And Jesus quotes Habakkuk 2, 11. He says, I tell you, if these were silent, the stones would shout out. The backdrop to Palm Sunday is something right out of Hollywood. From the west, Pontius Pilate arrives into the city of Jerusalem, most likely with a group of other Roman soldiers to keep the peace. Why are they coming to Jerusalem on this holy day? It is the Passover. This is when the Hebrew people remember that their God provided a way for them out of Egypt. It's ripe for rebellion. And so they're coming in to keep the peace. A huge influx of Jewish folk are coming to Jerusalem. Out of the east, Jesus comes with his disciples, and they're gathering at the gates saying, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. This is it. This is the end, right? Like fade the screen to black, roll that little white text that says like, in the following days, Jesus and all of his merry men rose up against the Roman Empire and they were free from the Roman oppressors, right? This is the end, but it's not. The, the screen rolls back up and you see Jesus in, a, in an upper room stripped down, how embarrassing, washing people's feet. And then it fades to black. That's the end, right? Now, a few seconds later, it rolls back up and you see Jesus betrayed by his closest friends and he dies a criminal's death on a cross and then cut to black, roll the credits, the end. But it's not the screen rolls back up and you see an empty tomb and people are confused and they're looking for this Christ. They're, they're scurrying the countryside looking for him. The women are telling the men what's going on. The tomb is empty. Jesus starts appearing to people left and right and this is the end, fade to black. But it's not the screen rolls back up. You see the apostles spreading out among the countryside, spreading good news, working miracles, teaching, building a church, the body of Christ, the kingdom of God come on earth. Palm Sunday is very much like that. The whole thing is just a setup for a great big sequel <laughs> called the Acts of the Apostles and the body of Christ. And we thought it was going to end with Jesus parading into Jerusalem, people shouting Hosanna and overthrowing the Roman government. Friends, that's what Palm Sunday is. You may look at it and you think that it's the end of Jesus' mission, or you may look at it and think, all right, Jesus is here, welcomed as king. Let's do this. 
You may look at it and think, well, the rest is history. We don't have a whole lot to do. But the reality is that the triumphal, into, the triumphal entry into Jerusalem is a reminder for us today that the king is among us, that the king is here now building the kingdom, that God's kingdom is not a verification of what we think it ought to be about our ideas, our priorities, and notions. No, it's, it's not about that. God's kingdom is breaking in and showing us what freedom truly is. God's kingdom is breaking in and it's showing us what peace really is. God's kingdom is breaking in and showing us what hope really is and what love really is. And to get there, we have to journey with the king who is here. We have to journey through Holy Week. We have to leave the palms, and we have to enter into the upper room. We have to journey to the cross and trust in this non-anxious, merciful, humble, and freedom-giving God when we trust in that God and journey with him past the hype of Palm Sunday, that we see the king and we see the kingdom that is being established. And may we have the courage to leave the palms and journey with Christ through Holy Week. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.